Hello, my dears. Welcome back to Main Character Energy with Josephine Moon. Today is an interesting day for moi because I feel as though I made a very hodgepodge of a meal. And you ever make a meal that's just like so strange and random? You just kind of throw everything that you have in your kitchen all together into one and you're like, you know what? This slaps, okay? That's kind of where I'm at right now. It's slapping me all over the face. Smack, smack, smack. You know what I mean? It's gorge. Do you ever have a meal that's back to my point. Do you ever have a meal that's so good that like you feel high, you feel drunk, like you feel out of this world? What? Where am I? That's what I'm feeling right now. And it's a very strange feeling because I haven't had this in quite some time, some would say, many years ago. First and foremost, before we get into everything, happy Black History Month, my fellow Negroes. We in this. This is our time. Any white person listening to this, you can send me money on PayPal to, you know, make up for the sins of your fathers and your mothers and your grandparents. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Thank you. 50s and 100s only. Gracias. But happy... Black History Month. I feel like this past year has just been, ooh la la, it's been something, but I feel as though this is a time for us to be very proud of where we have come and the movement that has taken place over the past year and the respect that we're finally getting, even if it's in small, very small doses, we're getting somewhere. So this is our month. I'll be taking cash from any white person if they wanna, you know, Pass it along. Kidding, of course. I love you all. <laughs> Anywho, I have a question for the crowd. Are we glowing up in 2021? Because I'm a little too lazy to be glowing up in 2021. I was too lazy to glow up in 2020. Since we're going to be shut down for another probably four to five months, this is the perfect time for everyone to start working out, eating a little bit healthier, doing some Chloe, whatever workouts on YouTube, doing a few stretches before you go to bed, doing some walks. I mean, not that I'm doing any of those right now, but I will be doing those. So when you see me in, mm, we'll see May, just in case, you know. When you see me in May and I'm half naked on Instagram, you're gonna be like, oh my God, Zoe, why are you showing so much skin? Because I can, not bebe, because I've been working for it. Hopefully, we'll see, because you know, I'm very lazy and I just don't have the energy for it, but I'm, I'm manifesting it. I'm manifesting a slight glow up in 2021, you know? Trying to get the skin all right, trying to get these eyebrows to grow out a little bit more, trying to get a nice soft BB skin from 1994. That's what we're, that's what we're going for. We will see. Not only am I manifesting it, but I also need to be a little bit, you know, realistic because I don't like working out. I would rather starve myself, trigger warning. I'd rather starve myself than like work out. And I don't think that's healthy for me at the age that I'm at at this point in my life. Don't ask questions. So I need to figure out like an in-between. You know what I mean? And I guess that's gonna have to be working out leisurely, of course. So we'll see where we get from there. But just be warned, if you see me half naked in May, showing off the body yada 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 yada, you know where it came from and you heard it here first in February, okay? You heard it here. Also, another quick question for the crowd. What are we doing to stay sane as we're shutting down for another three to four or five months or wherever you are, maybe longer? What are we doing to stay sane? I am unhealthily shopping clothes online. I'm also redecorating my apartment on the daily. And I'm trying to figure out which tequila is gonna be my brand for the rest of my life. Right now, 1800 silver is probably the most disgusting tequila I've ever tasted. And that's saying something because 
Your girl has drank some dish water tequila, but this 1800 is just disgusting to me. It's not popping off for me. I tried to make a nice fresh margarita. I got some limes, I did some fresh juice. I made myself the simple syrup. I did what I needed to do to make it pop and it was filthy. Okay, it was disgusting. So I think the bottle that I have, I'm just gonna leave it on my bar cart just as decor. And I need to go to the liquor store probably tomorrow after work and get an actual tequila that is gorgeous. Because so far, Jose Cuervo has not been, it hasn't been hurting me. But maybe I need to like find something else. If you have a good brand of tequila that you know of, please write it in the comments, please on Instagram, because I need to know what my brand is. It's tequila. I already know my brand of gin. I have many brands of gin actually, because not one gin is enough for your girl. It is what it is, we are where we are. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Wow, I really feel like I'm on one today. Also, <laughs> um, I hope you guys all enjoyed last week's episode of my drunken rant all over the place. The feedback that I got <laughs> was hysterical. It was meant to be messy. I wanted it to be messy because c'est moi. That is me, Josephine, a messy girl and a drunken girl. So I'm gonna have to do that more often, but not tonight because Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is about to come on in like 30 minutes and I need to know what happens with Jen Shaw. Like, are they gonna kick her off the show? Is she gonna get another contract for next season? Probably not, but we need to see where it goes. Now that I've kind of beebled and babbled and jiggled and jaggled all around, I think we need to get in some stories. start with the absolute trash of this week and work our way up to some of the great stories that I'm really excited to talk about. But country music star Morgan Wallen caught on video using the N-word and his label has suspended his contract, which is exactly what I hope and expect from people in this day and age because there's no excuse as of 2020, I mean, there should never be an excuse, but as of 2020 in June, there is no excuse for anyone to be caught saying, doing, thinking, or breathing racial slurs, any type of slur. The fact that he put out a video a day later saying how he's so sorry and he holds himself to a higher standard and this isn't the kind of behavior that he would ever exude, absolutely not, I'm sorry. Everyone knows, if they didn't already know from their privilege, everyone knows that that's not something you could be using. And the fact that he just said it so blatantly means this is something that he says in his private time, his private life, whether it's in a song, whether it's as a joke, whether it's whatever, disgusting, deplorable, filthy, garbage behavior from a garbage man. That's how I feel, if you couldn't already tell. He's had a lot of weird things that's been going on with him the past year. Over the summer, he was supposed to appear on SNL, but he was seen at a party in like Nashville or something without masks and a bunch of other things. So they had to move his date back two weeks and like punish him and made a skit out of him. And then he was seen in a bar, like dancing and flirting and I think like kissing other women when he has a wife and baby back at home. Like this little country man singer is just a messy little whore. I won't stand for it. I won't stand for it. I don't really like country artists to begin with just because I feel like there's something underlying there that we haven't really touched on. But he kind of just exposed how I felt about country music and country artists and country people because I feel like this is how they are in their private time. And I feel like some of it's being exposed. And I know that a lot of country artists are kind of saying how this doesn't reflect them. This is not what they stand for. Well, you, country music has a negative connotation when it comes to these types of things because it's the South. It's the kind of people that will listen to this are the people that are rioting and taking over the Capitol and doing a bunch of things. You know what I mean? So. 
I'm not here for it. I think I need to see some more consequences for this young man because he needs to be made an example of. And I will stand for nothing less. I will take a little bit more, but this needs to be an example. Not only do they need to suspend his contract, any other endorsements that he is in needs to be null. Take away his platform. For some people, when they get canceled, sometimes they're like, you know what, they just need a moment to themselves to regroup because it was years ago. But if this is happening in the past year or even a few years before, absolutely you're done. Absolutely you're done. Bye-bye. See you later. Next story. Rebel Wilson and her boyfriend Jacob Bush have broken up. I think we heard about them dating the beginning of last year whenever she kind of told everyone that 2020 was going to be her year of glowing up, the year of health, the year of taking care of herself. And she said she wanted to thank her boyfriend, Jacob, for like supporting her and being there for her. And I was like, okay, honey, Rebel, going off with a little glow up, dropping, she dropped like 80 pounds, I think, maybe a little bit more. I'm not even sure. But she looks drop dead gorgeous. She looked gorgeous before, but she looks even more gorgeous now because she just seems so happy and she's radiating that happiness. But, oh, 60 pounds. I'm looking at the article. She all 60 pounds. Um, however, I don't really know who this man is. I'm sorry to this man. I don't know who he is. But seriously, I literally don't know who this man is, so I don't think anyone's going to miss him. And I don't think anyone really cares. But as long as she's happy and she's okay, which she seems to be, that's all we really ask for in this world. But she's also working on a new TV show, so I don't think she's gonna be heartbroken for very long, and she's gonna be busy with her career and her life, so good for you, girl. On to the next. Live your life. Show a little skin. Show a little collarbone, the best part of the human body, some would say, and go off. Next story, rising from the ashes. Jeff Bezos is stepping down as Amazon CEO. He has been the CEO and founder of Amazon for 27 years, and he is finally stepping down after being the richest man for at least the past three years with 1.7 trillion global retail for Amazon. Like, oh, Jesus, I see what you're doing for other people. Give it to me. He's going to be stepping down later this year, and he's going to take over the executive chair role for the company while Andy Jassy is gonna be taking over. Um, good for them, I guess, but like, when you've already made trillions of dollars and you're literally the richest man in the world, day by day, like, what do you need to keep working for? What do you need to keep clocking in, clocking out for, going to all these meetings? Like, let someone else take over, give some of your riches to me, Josephine, and just live your life. Like, you somehow, well, when you're a trillionaire, I guess you can get out of these things, but you got out of the little scandal that happened two years ago with like, the sexting and whatever. So just live your life, like get a bunch of prostitutes, do what you want to do without having to clock in. Good for you, Jeffy. I think we're, that's what we're going to coin him from now, Jeffy. Now that he's stepping down, he's not giving us CEO vibes anymore. We're just going to rebrand him as Jeffy. So that's the vibe I'm getting from him. Whether he knows it or not, that's his new name. Rebrand alert! But I'm happy for him, I guess. Again, we'll just I'll take 15% of what you've got. Okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Next story, the Golden Globes have given out their list of nominations for 2021 and it is underwhelming to the max. So we're gonna go through some of the categories and see what we're vibing with and what just kind of shows you how bad the year 2020 was because honestly, some of the nominations that I've heard are so, so embarrassing. It's a disgrace to film and any type of media. It's disgrace to the arts, okay? 
So the first one that we're going to look at together for television. Best performance by an actress in a television series, musical, or comedy. Lily Collins and Emily in Paris. Kaylee Cuoco in The Flight Attendant. Elle Fanning in The Great. Jane Levy in Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And Catherine O'Hara in Schitt's Creek. There's literally only one notable actress in this and it's obviously David. Catherine O'Hara, Shit's Creek. Like, Emily in Paris, you've got to be mother effing kidding me. So embarrassing. Kaylee Cuoco and the Flight Attendant, that was like such a really bad show, in my opinion. It was just underwhelming to the max. I'm not even getting into the rest because I didn't watch it because it was such garbage. Okay, best actor in a television series. Jason Bateman for Ozark. Josh O'Connor, The Crown. Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul. Al Pacino, Hunters. Matthew Rice, Perry Mason. I'm gonna say Josh O'Connor for The Crown just because he played, he did a great job playing Prince Charles. And I didn't watch this new season of Ozark, but I do know that Jason Bateman in the show, from what I've seen, is really good. So I'm here for it. I feel like this is a, a fairly good category of people to kind of bring up last year. Best performance by an actress in a television series, drama, Olivia Coleman, The Crown, Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, Emma Corrin, The Crown, Laura Linney, Ozark. Okay, we've got the crown in here twice. I'm gonna say Olivia Coleman for the crown, obviously just because she is a queen. However, Emma did a great job of playing Princess Diana. However, I feel like she wasn't really in it that much, weirdly enough, for me to like, well, you know what? It could go to either. Um, yeah, yeah, that's how I feel on that. Best performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television. Brian Cranston for Your Honor, Jeff Daniels, The Comey Rule, Hugh Grant, The Undoing, Garbage Show, Mark Ruffalo, I Know This Much Is True, Ethan Hawke, The Good Lord Bird. All of the above is irrelevant to me, so we're moving on. Best performance by an actress in a limited series or motion picture made for television. Kate Blanchett, Mrs. America, Daisy Edgar Jones, Normal People, Shira Haas, Unorthodox, Nicole Kidman, The Undoing, Anya Taylor-Joel, The Queen's Gamut, and if she doesn't win for that, I'll scream from the mountaintops. I think she did a beautiful job with the Queen's Gambit and I don't really care about anyone else in this. Nicole Kidman did a great job. She's probably gonna win because that's just how they are. They don't really see much more talent than what's in front of them. I think Anya should win for the Queen's Gambit. Great show. Next, best television series drama. The Crown, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Ozark, and Ratchet. Ooh, okay, okay. I'm a little bit torn on why the Queen's Gambit isn't in here because it literally took over the world for two months aggressively. But I think either The Crown or Lovecraft ooh, Lovecraft Country should win because they were really, really great. Did not see The Mandalorian because I literally could give two Fs. Ratchet, I've heard only horrible things about it and fell asleep during it three times. So not really sure how it's nominated. Next, best television limited series or motion picture made for television. Normal People, The Queen's Gambit, Small Acts, and The Undoing, Unorthodox. It's probably gonna be The Undoing. Would love it, would love for it to be The Queen's Gambit, but we'll see. Best performance by an actress in a limited series role. Helena Bonkartner, The Crown, Julia Gardner, Ozark, Annie Murphy, Schitt's Creek, Cynthia Nixon, Ratched. Kind of irrelevant to me, honestly, but Annie Murphy for Schitt's Creek, probably, or Helena Bonkartner. She wasn't really in this last season of The Crown. Okay, what do we have next? Best television series, musical, or comedy, Emily in Paris, The Flight Attendant, Schitt's Creek, The Great, and Ted Lasso. Again, how in the hell did Emily in Paris get nominated for a Golden Globe? 
that should be nominated for like an MTV award or a Nickelodeon award, not the freaking Golden Globes. Absolute disrespect. I need Shit's Creek to win because I don't need them to give the flight attendant any more play. I found it very irritating and frustrating. Didn't see the rest, don't care about the rest. Oh, and Shit's Creek, obviously, but yeah. Next, for film. And this is where I kind of want to get into how bad of a year it was because the things that were nominated in these categories are laughable. Okay, best motion picture, musical or comedy. Borat, Hamilton, music, Palm Springs, The Prom. Now, I'm going to say something a little bit controversial because that's who I am. I'm astounded that they are allowed to put Hamilton in this. I know it came out on Disney Plus in July, but it literally already swept everything in the world four years ago, 2016, 2017, at the Grammys, the Tonys, the whatever. Literally, it won everything on the planet. And for it to come back around for another year with this half-ass production that they put out last year, garbage. I literally, humble brag, me and my siblings went to go see it literally like a week after it opened in New York in 2016. And it was gorgeous. I was weeping five minutes into it. I was like, this is the best musical I've ever seen in my life. Rewatching it on Disney Plus made me like throw up in my mouth a little bit because it was just, I feel like they took a little too long to record it because they were tired. They were tired. They weren't hitting the vocals that they should have been hitting properly. The acting was a little subpar. It just, like, it wasn't great. And it was really embarrassing to see because I was like, Ooh, this is what I've been championing for the past few years? No. However, music, I have not heard of it. Palm Springs, I heard, was absolute trash. The prom was probably one of the most embarrassing displays of musicality I've ever seen in my entire life. So I guess I'm sure Hamilton is probably going to win, but... I don't really want it to because it's embarrassing. Next, best motion picture drama, The Father, Manked, Normal Land, Promising Young Woman, The Trial of Chicago 7. Literally never heard of any of these except for Promising Young Woman and it literally just came out a week ago, so. Best actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy, Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat, James Corden for The Prom, Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton, Dev Patel for The Personal History of David Copperfield, and Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. Again, a very lackluster group of people. I'm probably gonna say Lin-Manuel because that's just what it is, even though I feel like that time needs to be left in the past. Best motion picture animated, The Croods, Onward, Over the Moon, Soul, Wolf Walkers. You know what, I'm glad I actually read this, so I was gonna skip over it. I need to talk about Soul very quickly. Now, again, I'm gonna have a controversial opinion, but I did not think it was a good movie. I did not enjoy it at all, and I really thought I was going to because everyone in my family watched it and they said they loved it, which very rarely happens in life, that everyone in my family enjoys a movie that they watch it twice. And I've just been hearing about it all over the internet. So, such a good movie, such a good scoop. Okay, so I watched it. Very lackluster movie. The first five minutes, I was like, okay, we've got a jazz movie, a jazz Disney film. Say less, fam. Say less. I was obsessed with the music. I was like, okay, I like where the story is going. But he was just such a selfish human being and he couldn't even see it. It really frustrated me. And everyone was like, oh, it's such a good movie. It's like teaching you. He's like, no, it's not teaching you anything. Like this man was so self-involved. I just could not be interested in his story. I didn't care. Next. Best actor in a motion picture drama. Chadwick Boseman, RIP, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Riz Ahmed for The Sound of Metal. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's really good. Anthony Hopkins, The Father. Gary Oldman, Mank. Tahir Rahim for the Mortanian. Literally haven't heard of any of these movies, but 
I feel like probably Chadwick Boseman is gonna get it just because, you know? Okay, let's see what's next. Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama, Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, this is really taking over. Andrew Day for The United States versus Billie Holiday. Cannot wait to see that movie. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Frances McDormand, Normand, Normadland. Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. Now we're getting into some good pictures of the year. I haven't seen any of these movies, but I want to see four out of the six of them or five of them. I do want to see The United States versus Billie Holiday, but that doesn't come out till the end of February. So I'm not sure how it's being nominated for this year, but whatever. I want to see Pieces of a Woman because it's on Netflix with Vanessa Kirby and Shia LaBeouf and it looks gorgeous. And Carrie Mulligan and Promising Young Woman looks absolutely divine as well. So great. I don't even know who could win that. It looks great. We'll see what happens. Okay, let's go on to the next. And the last one, Best Director in a Motion Picture, David Fincher, Mank, Regina King, One Night in Miami, Aaron Sorkin, The Trial of the Chicago 7, Chloe Zhao, Nor Nomadland, and Emerald Fennel, Promising Young Woman. Fun fact about Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman, she played Camilla in The Crown, and she actually wrote, directed, and I believe produced Promising Young Woman. So good for her, girl. Get your coins, get your recognition. I'm intrigued by this because I literally, again, haven't seen any of these movies. I haven't seen One Night in Miami, but I think I'm gonna watch that this week. But I've not heard of Normadland or The Trial of the Chicago 7 or Mank. But I wanna say give to Regina Kings because I love her and I think she does incredible work. So I'm assuming One Night in Miami is gonna be gorgeous as well. So I think that this is gonna be kind of a lackluster year, but also a great year for some actors that probably wouldn't get much recognition if otherwise. However, I do need to note that Black is King by Beyonce Knowles Carter was not nominated for a single thing. Not direction, not picture, not song, not a damn thing. And you know the Beehive is gonna be coming for them yet again because they snubbed her last year for a song of the year and she lost to ugh, that beast of a Elton John. And the song Spirit is probably the most beautiful song I've ever heard in my life, especially when she sings a cappella in Black is King at the End with that full, like, 100-person choir. I'm deceased. However, it's, this is going to be a lackluster year, and I'm not really that invested in it. I'm still going to watch because I need to know who wins and who loses, but I need better from our award shows. I need better from our award shows because I feel like every single year there's some very notable things that are, of course, snubbed, and that's the world we live in but I just want better I need better I crave it I just want to sprinkle it on my life and I'm not getting it is anyone else getting it because I don't think they are speaking of needing better Angelina Jolie covers British Vogue giving us an inside scoop glimpse whatever you want to call it of her life now and it was just very random for me to see because I feel like we have not seen or heard anything from Angelina Jolie for at least the past three or four years since the divorce happened with Brad Pitt. And weirdly enough, I was speaking about this to one of my friends a few months ago, how she's one of those people that we heard nonstop about. Like their divorce was very messy. It was all over the place. And after that, we never heard a thing again. And then suddenly Brad Pitt came out of nowhere and everyone was just like team Brad and no one cared about Angelina. They didn't take her aside. They didn't give her any respect. But it's also very strange because he admitted to some of the things that he did wrong. There was a point that led to divorce where they were on a plane and he was so drunk and erratic that they had to stop the plane and like get him off to keep the kids safe, which is why he no longer drinks anymore. So I feel like 
him admitting that he kind of knew that he was the one that was doing a lot of the wrong in the relationship but for some reason everyone took his side and like painted angelina as this like evil villain or whatever and i feel like we all kind of felt that way in the brad and jen situation but we've gone past it they had kids together there was jokes about it it was whatever we're past it i'm glad that she is coming back out of the ashes because I love, I love myself some little Angelina, her little Tomb Raider, her Mr. and Mrs. Smith, her Salt. Like, she's had some good movies. I just recently watched, um, the one with the horns. What's the one with the horns? Maleficent. That one. We love Angelina, and we need more of her, but we need people to, like, be on her side again. Because this always happens with certain couples that divorce or relationships that separate. One person is like, they're in every single movie after that, and the other person just slowly disappears into the background. And it's like, you know what? I would rather the opposite. I would rather Brad to disappear into the background and work on his little home in the country and Angelina to put out some bops for us. But she's busy taking care of his six kids while he's off philandering with these 20-something-year-old whores. Team Angie on this one, even though Brad does seem like a sweet guy now that he's kind of got himself together, but I'll never forget the things that I don't know, but I feel as if I do know if you're catching my drift. Okay, Team Angelina. But you should go and watch her British Vogue video that she did, because it was very sweet, it was very, it was very kind, and she looks absolutely gorgeous. So we stan Angelina, we are building a ship, and we are all aboard. So I'm gonna be doing some new things on main character energy with Josephine Moon. I'm gonna be having some segments, as I told you, coming up. I'm also gonna be having some pop-up episodes with fellow podcasters coming up very soon as well. I talk about movies and TV shows that I've been watching, but I also kind of want you guys to watch them as well. So when I discuss them, you're not like, okay, I didn't know what she's talking about. My movie of the month, we're gonna do one, for Black History Month, of course, and then one regular one that I've been watching. I want everyone to watch Malcolm and Marie that comes out this Friday on Netflix, I believe, with Zendaya and another guy whose name I do not know, and Promising Young Woman, because I do actually really want to see this movie, and I believe it's already out on Amazon Prime. Watch those two movies. I'm going to discuss it at the end of the month, probably with a few others that I'm going to be popping out to you. I want you to let me know if you liked it or you didn't like it on Instagram. So I'm gonna post something and I need you guys to let me know what you're feeling, okay? And if I don't like your comment, I'm just gonna delete it. So, end of story. Anywho, it is a Super Bowl coming up this week and I know absolutely nothing about the Super Bowl or football in general. I literally saw a TikTok the other day that was like, if you can name four NFL players, I'll give you $100. And I literally couldn't even name two. I was like, there's Tom Brady, um, there's two brothers that are always going against each other, and Aaron Rodgers, I think, but I only know that because he's dating Shailene Woodley, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's a football player. That's literally all I know, and I literally only named two. So, it is what it is. Anywho, I don't know who's playing or who's going to win, nor do I care, but I'm, ex watch, I'm not excited because usually I would watch in the middle for the halftime show, but it's going to be the weekend, and... Ain't nobody got time for that, so maybe I'll watch these two movies that I was just talking about on Sunday while everyone's watching this stupid football game happen. I hope everyone has a wonderful week, and make sure to follow on Instagram. You already know the name, Main Character Energy. Okay, give me some follows, give me some likes. Let me know what you're feeling. Let me know if you have any comments that you want to add on that you want me to talk about. Okay, yeah. Goodbye, my dears.